welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Owenby. I'm a seasoned women's ministry leader, the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox, and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. This is the place where women serving on the women's ministry team in their local church find hope and inspiration for building a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Today, we're getting super practical. I'll be sharing my process for using a closed Facebook group and Instagram for women's ministry. I was invited to join our church's women's ministry team during COVID. Initially, we were just looking for ways to connect with our women while we couldn't gather together. While there was a closed Facebook group already in place, we made some purposeful changes. Here's what you can find in our group description. This group has been created by our church name, Women's Ministry Team. Women who are active attendees of our church name are invited to join. The purpose of this group is to promote the events and activities of our Women's Ministry name, support the mission, purpose, and vision of our church name, create a space for conversation and connection when we are unable to meet together, promote community, and encourage spiritual growth. Below that, we have written the verses Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting meeting together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. Members are also expected to follow the group guidelines that have been put in place. And that's where it ends. Now, I know that was a lot and you may want to see a copy of it. So please remember that the show notes are always posted at womensministrydoolbox.com slash blog. We utilize membership questions to screen people who want to join the group. And we just ask two questions. The first is, what is your connection with our church name? And the second is, will you abide by the group rules? Facebook gives you a sample of rules for your group to help you get started. They include, be kind and respectful. Respect everyone's privacy. And we note that means no screenshots and not sharing information without permission. Our group rules say no promotions or spam. And we clarify that includes jewelry parties and posting about your business. No unsolicited direct messages via messenger, no videos, lives, or watch parties, and we reserve the right to delete posts. Membership questions and group rules are really important. They help protect your group from spammers. Those group rules also help your women know what's acceptable and what's not. But this doesn't mean that every woman who joins your Facebook group will remember to follow the rules. Mistakes happen, and we want to show grace when we can, but we also need to enforce the guidelines we've put in place. Decide in advance how you're going to deal with infractions. Facebook makes it easy to delete posts and remind people of the rules they violated. It's always best to include a personal message that is seasoned heavily with grace. People can get really upset when their posts are removed even if you think it's clearly covered in the group rules. If that happens, you may decide it's best to put a specific member on moderation so each one of their posts must be approved. We do not have post approval set for every post, but I would use it for individual people if the need arose. We have multiple admins that moderate our posts, 
And those admins are also responsible for approving new members and monitoring posts. I serve as our social media coordinator, though I'm not really sure that title is anywhere in writing. But I typically schedule three posts every week that encourage connection, conversation, and spiritual growth. So let's talk about what to post. As I mentioned on the last podcast episode, I primarily use a mix of spiritual icebreaker questions, Bible verses, general icebreaker questions, and inspirational quotes. Things like, what did you learn from this week's sermon? Sometimes I post a Bible verse related to our ministry focus or the current sermon series. Or what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? When we're intentional about what we post, we can encourage spiritual disciplines like prayer, regularly engaging with God's word, fasting and serving others. We've done a scripture memory challenge and another month we did a scripture reading challenge. I shared some random acts of kindness at Christmas and I got great feedback from our women that they'd like to do more of that. Don't have time to create graphics for social media? Need help crafting great posts that encourage conversation and connection? Well, I'm here to help. I've packaged together spiritual questions, Bible verses, inspirational quotes, and icebreaker questions in social media kits for you to use. You'll find kits for every season, spring, summer, fall, and winter, as well as themed kits such as worship. These colorful pre-made graphics are designed in a square format that's Facebook and Instagram friendly. You're welcome to add your ministry logo or church's website to the design. Simply purchase the graphics, download them to your desktop, and upload them to your Women's Ministry Facebook group or Instagram account. You can check out the social media kits at womensministrytoolboxshop.com. Let's chat about inspirational quotes for a moment. I developed a rule for my Women's Ministry Toolbox social media that I refer to as, I only quote dead people. Between Christian leaders, speakers, and authors deconstructing and changing their views on biblical issues, I decided it was best to quote people whose views can't change. I typically pull quotes from well-known biblical scholars and founders of the faith. I try to select people that most would categorize as conservative or holding a historical biblical worldview. I'm not trying to stir the pot with controversial quotes and people. I want to cultivate unity, not division. Your pastor may be able to provide a list of sound men and women that you can quote. And any person you quote, whether intended or not, you are placing a seal of approval on them. Your woman might purchase any book that person's written. Your women will assume that person is solid and can be trusted. Please make certain they are. If you get pushback, please don't dismiss it. It is not easy to approach a leader with a concern about a person or resource they've shared. Hear them out. Find out what their concerns are and do some research. Now, I rarely share posts that I found on Facebook into our Facebook group or on Instagram stories. Many of them fall in line with, well, they're not quoting dead people rule, but I've also found a lot of quote Christians share things that aren't biblical, whether it's the source, the person, or the content that's an issue. So I strongly encourage you to search before you share. 
is that quote from that person? What does a person believe? What book is that quote from? Is that a book that aligns with what our church teaches? Another thing I don't post, very often anyway, is about current events. It's not the purpose of either of our social media accounts. While I certainly hope that women will pray for people suffering from the last hurricane, war, shooting, or crisis, you can't possibly cover it all. And we often don't know for days or weeks what actually happened. Fake news is everywhere, and it's hard to know what's true or what information isn't being reported. When it comes to current events, please pause and pray before you post. So if I'm not sharing other people's posts, then I've got to create my own. I've got some tips for you on how to create posts. I use Canva to create my graphics. I typically use a square format, 1080 by 1080 pixels, but you can also use 1080 by 1350. You want to take up as much space on their phone as you can. So if you don't go square, go vertical. Unless you're posting on YouTube or your church's website, you'll want any videos to be vertical too. Canva has default sizes that you can use that make it easy. I prefer to download graphics in a PNG format as the text on a JPEG sometimes blurs. You don't have to create a graphic for every post. I just find they grab the attention of our women as they scroll and they usually take up more space. As I mentioned in a previous episode, your church may have a Canva account. Ask if you can use it. How do you post your posts? I like to use the scheduling feature to load my Facebook posts once a month. I tend to place the same type of post on the same day of the week. Currently, I'm posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I've done Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday too. Figure out a system that works for you. While I create custom posts for our church, I rely heavily on the social media kits I've created and sell in the Women's Ministry Toolbox shop. Creating posts and coming up with content can be super time consuming, so let me help you. Now keep in mind, not everyone is going to see every post, whether that's on Facebook or Instagram. The algorithms on social media are not your friend. When there's an important post, I will send a message out to the rest of our women's ministry team and ask them to comment and like it to boost the number of eyes that might see it. Look at the analytics. Don't be discouraged, but just know what they are. We need to be realistic. We have about 230 women in our women's ministry Facebook group. On a typical post, only about 40 of them see it. That's it. That's one of the reasons I always encourage leaders to use social media as a reminder, not the main communication method for their ministry events and activities. If you're setting up new social media accounts, please make sure you give multiple people access. You don't wanna wake up one day and find out that you've lost the ability to access your group. If it hasn't happened yet, Instagram is working on allowing multiple people access to one account without having to share the password. And Facebook, on the other hand, allows for multiple admins and moderators. Those admins have access to more controls, so please pick those people wisely. Our Instagram account, I confess, it is a work in progress. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to schedule posts. 
You're supposed to be able to do it, I thought, on Instagram, but maybe it's just not in my update yet. Creating and sharing reels, though, of our women's ministry events, that has been fun, and that's a neat feature that you can do on Instagram. Sharing our church's Instagram posts in our Instagram stories has also been beneficial, too. The reason that we're even using Instagram is because we know we're reaching younger women and it gives us a window into their lives when we follow them back. If you want to take your social media skills to the next level, I'd start by following someone who teaches how to use the app you want to master. You might find it worth investing in an online class or two, but I find the really good teachers give away a ton of content for free. I've gotten a ton of information on video and Instagram from Virginia Kerr. That's K-E-R-R. If you're looking for ideas to get started, check out my free resource, 50 Ministry-Minded Social Media Questions on my website. You'll find it at www.womensministrytoolbox.com slash freebies. Here's today's toolbox tasks. Number one, what changes do you need to make in how you run your ministry social media accounts? Number two, what new things will you post to encourage engagement? Well, that's the nitty gritty on what I post and how I post on social media. We'll wrap up this technology and social media mini series with one more episode. I'll be pulling back the curtain yet again and sharing how I use social media to grow and be a better women's ministry leader. Be sure to subscribe to the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast so you'll be notified when that episode drops. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox community Facebook group. We would love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.